Hey, how's it going? It's Bill Gardner from the Deep End Games, and you are listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. This week, we're buying, selling, trading... Uh, all this stuff that, you know, John Cusack didn't want to do and say anything because uh, announcement, it looks like I'm moving uh, down the street. I mean, more or less staying in the same general area, uh, like one town over. So should happen here in the next few months, uh, just kind of getting this stuff rolling right now. And I was like, you know, since I literally have nothing else to talk about right now with no new movies and comics and things, Let's talk about buying and selling stuff. So today, we're going to look at a couple of things in video games. We're going to look at some of the most expensive video games ever bought or sold. And then some of the most expensive acquisitions in video games. So we'll start with those. Uh, The most expensive ever was back in 2016 when Tencent, uh, which is a, a company based out of China... And they do, I mean, everything. They do music, comics, streaming, television, but they do video games also. They've been doing video games for ever. I mean, well, I say forever. Comparatively, no. But they make a lot of mobile games. So as long as mobile's been around, they've been there. And they're known for doing the, like, the League of Legends adaptations, Need for Speed, Player Unknown or PUBG, we'll just say that, uh, Call of Duty, stuff like that. Well, they bought Supercell Games, which is another big mobile video game company. Um, you've seen them. They do Clash of Clans, Boom Beach, stuff like that. They bought them for $8.6 billion. Billion, yeah. Uh, that, that's number one by a lot, because then you have Activision, slash Blizzard, buying King Studios, who did Candy Crush. They bought them back in 2015 for $5.9 billion. Um, That's insane numbers right there. Around the same time, you had Microsoft buy uh, Mahjong, or Mojang, I don't know, Mojang. Yeah, they make, uh, they're the ones that do Minecraft and things like that, and other games, but basically Minecraft. Um, they did it for two and a half billion, and that same year Facebook bought Oculus for two billion. And if you go back to two thousand five, Bando bought Namco. Bandai bought Namco for one point seven billion. That's why they're Bandai Namco now, uh, which was good because Namco's a, a solid company, and it was you know good to see them. Probably the king of acquisitions though has got to be EA. They are all over the place. I mean, they bought Bioware for $775 million. They bought uh, PopCap, which is a big mobile game place, for $750 million. Jamdat for $680. Playfish for $400 million. Respawn, who makes some solid games for $315. Uh, back in 1997, they bought Maxis, who did The Sims, for $125 million. Uh, Westwood Studios for 122. I mean, they are just 
love to buy up game game companies and I mean more power to them I guess um, it it works you know they got origin systems also and they're just love to buy stuff I they they have microtransactions within their company that just it just hit me they're like oh you want to unlock this game we have to buy this studio first that's what EA does and that's why they have it in all their games oh my gosh I am I did not plan on that but it's a a happy coincidence I guess it's really cool so yeah EA games shame on you but either way Tencent spent all the money on Supercell now as far as the most expensive video games ever bought or sold this list is not the not as many zeros you have like the world of warcraft collector's edition which when it first came out in 2004 was about 80 bucks it had uh, the cd-rom and dvd-rom had the 300 page art book soundtrack a map behind the scenes dvd um, some exclusive in-game content everything like that well I don't know if nobody bought it or they didn't make that many of it because right now you're lucky if you get it for 750 bucks but if it's sealed you're looking at four thousand dollars which is i don't know really really kind of crazy um king of fighters 2000 which is a solid game but didn't sell well i mean if you know fighting games you know king of fighters and how great it is but there's only a hundred copies of the English version of King of Fighters 2000 and for it you're looking at about six thousand um, dollars it's crazy you know there's a lot of those Neo Geo games they get up there and they're pretty intense um, NBA Elite so NBA Elite 11 which is about the only elite game uh, this was after the great basketball wars of the early 2000s where NBA 2K was just beating the bricks off of NBA Live. So EA did the right thing. They took a step back. They're like, okay, we're going to change everything. We're going to revamp it. And that's when they came out with NBA Elite. Well, they released a demo right before the game came out and everybody, uh, not just like video game players, but basketball players, anybody who saw this game was like uh yeah this is not a good game it's it's kind of a joke and you the bugs and glitches are ridiculous so instead of releasing a broken this is a time where you know it's not oh you have a 50 gig day one update no this game's broken we're not releasing it so they didn't and the game was already printed though printed and made and one box got out into the wild and there's 15 copies so that makes it the rarest PlayStation 3 game ever 15 copies most recently it sold for over $9,500 $9,515.35 for a PlayStation 3 basketball game insane absolutely insane Tetris for the Mega Drive so if we look at like the 80s and Tetris and early 90s, um, it's this whole weird international copyright law thing. Like a lot of modern laws are built on the Tetris confusion because Sega was like, hey, yeah, we can totally make a home version of Tetris when legally they couldn't, only Nintendo did. So 
much like the E.T. on the Atari Sega decided to pull and destroy all the copies. And it was right before it went on sale, just like the NBA Elite. Well, to our knowledge, and when I say ours, I mean the collective of the internet, there's 10 copies out there. So 10 copies on the Sega Master Drive, or Mega Drive, it'll go you, it'll cost you about $17,000, which is, I don't know, insane, insane. Um, the most expensive and rarest game, and what's funny about this is this game is the rarest and probably the most common game also, especially of its time, and that is Super Mario Brothers. Now, if you're like me, I have multiple copies of Super Mario Brothers. I've amassed them over the years. I mean, the game sold 40 million copies. So how does this become the most expensive game ever purchased? Well, before Nintendo launched the NES back in the day, you know, before they did a wide release, it did a limited engagement, just like movies do. And it did it in New York and LA. So when they released these, these games were sticker sealed. They just had a little sticker over them. That was all, they weren't shrink wrapped. Um, and it had the logo, the Nintendo logo on it. Yeah, pretty, not a big difference, but different enough. Well, recently they found one copy that was still sticker sealed and it's in wonderful condition. The game's th what, 35 years old? almost perfect condition steel sealed with a sticker on it and everything sold at auction for a hundred thousand one hundred and fifty dollars so that yeah so if you want the most expensive video game out there it's going to cost you over a hundred thousand dollars and that it'd be cool to own you know i'm a collector i have a lot of classic games and memorabilia and things like that but i it's just i don't know i i don't think i would pay that for a game even if i could but let me know would you would you like to have this hundred thousand dollar mario game that you're never going to open and just going to sit on the shelf let me know in the comments below here on spotify and soundcloud and everywhere facebook twitter wherever you find the night nerd you can talk to us you can email me nightnerd at the nightnerd.com but otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. A bright future in sales, yeah, yeah.